0: Welcome to another episode
1: of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very senior corporate professional turned coach, Mr. Jagdish Kinney from Bangalore, India. Jagdish, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Ashutosh. Uh, what a pleasure to be here with you. Thank
1: you. Um, <clears> Thank <throat> you. Jagdish is an executive coach and author. And all of you know, I'm very partial to authors. So we'll talk about his book, which you can see behind him. He's a business coach, author and past president of ICF Bangalore chapter. He's a former managing director and CEO of Gillette India. He's worked with Airtel and L'Oreal. And he's a board member. So Jagdish after such an amazing journey, let me start by asking you, tell me about your own journey in brief
2: uh okay you know uh, this is a subject of mine which uh, if somebody broaches i can speak for hours <laughs> <laughs> i agree i
0: agree
2: but let me let me let me just uh, you know try start, try to summarize it you know typical middle class family education was a primary focus for us when we were growing up uh, you know uh, my my parents really insisted on a great education and you know it was it was like education 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 but mm. for me it was more on a, on a rounded uh, all round approach. So therefore, Correct. sport was as important for me as much as my curriculum. You know, mm. But uh, one thing I definitely had, uh, which I don't know how I, I don't think I developed it, it probably came to me from my DNA was a curious mind. Mm. And uh, I did many different things, uh, you know, which an average boy from a city, probably would not have the opportunity to do.
0: Mm. Uh,
2: you know, I, I mean, I when I, mean, I used to visit my village uh, every year uh, mm. for a month, month and a half, because of which you know I I got you know I I, I I've driven a bullock cart, I have planted mm. coconut trees, I mm. uh, tried to start and operate a rice mill which my grandfather owned, you know, mm. made books and printed books in this printing press. Right. I did some van sales selling Hindustan Lever products and uh, mantles and stuff like that.
0: Mm.
2: But on on a, for a for a. You know, my career, uh, I started my career with Siemens. Mm. I was in the factory at uh, Thane, Mm. uh, at Calway, in fact, just outside Thane. Uh, I was in their uh, motors factory. And then uh, later, after three and a half years there, I went on to do an MBA program. Post my MBA program, I joined Procter & Gamble. I worked with Procter & Gamble for about nine years, Mm. nine plus years. The first four and a half, five years was in finance. Uh, uh, Then I moved to marketing and sales. Uh, Mm. Uh, then this opportunity came up of setting up loreal in india i, I, I joined loreal in england and then i came to india
0: mm.
2: uh, to set it up and uh, uh, it was a great opportunity you know mm. setting up something uh, with with the no worries of uh, funding you, know? Mm. <laughs> you mm. know loreal was funding everything and, uh, and my boss sorry Movilier, uh, you know kept reminding me that we're building loreal in india for our grandchildren not for you and me correct so it was like amazing amazing uh, learning for me mm. Uh post my stint at L'Oreal, uh, you know, I had this goal of, uh, a, you know, wanting to be a managing director of a multinational company by the age of 40. And uh, I was approaching that when uh, uh, Jeff Kingsley came as the first managing director for L'Oreal in India. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to Ari and Ari said, you know, I told him that I'd be looking for a job because mm-hmm. that goal was important for me. And he admitted me into INSEAD for an 18-month uh, advanced management course. And he said, at the end of this course, after 18 months, if I don't place you as a country manager anywhere in the globe, mm. you're free to leave.
0: Mm.
2: And that was a gentleman's promise. And uh, mm. unfortunately, he did try a lot, but it didn't work out.
0: Mm.
2: Uh, Gillette uh, offered me uh, to join them as the managing director for India. But prior, mm. prior to that, I had to be their uh, regional director in Gile- in Dubai. And then I came to India. Mm. Merge the acquired uh, different companies. When I was in Gillette, uh, the mid forty blues hit me quite hard. Then you know, I kept asking myself as to, what am I doing in life? Uh, is this really what I want to do? You know, trying to get people to shave every day.
0: Mm.
2: You know, and and I don't know. Somewhere things were not gelling and not falling in place. Uh, there was a void which I couldn't answer. And then I used to keep thinking and somewhere I I realized that I wanted to have an influence uh, which is much larger than what I was having as a business Mm. leader. And I began asking myself, uh, an NGO was not an option because my financial goals were not met. And they say that, uh, you know, when when you empower your goal, uh, the uh, reticular activation system, the RAS uh, in your brain activates Mm -hmm. and you actually begin to start seeing opportunities. You know, it's not that these opportunities were not there. And and one such opportunity came when I met Sunil Mittal. And Sunil was actually talking to me of his vision. He was that time. I mean, Airtel at that time, I Mm -hmm. was only in Delhi and in Himachal Pradesh. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was talking of building a multinational organization for Mm -hmm. for Airtel. And when he was talking of his vision on the other side of the same coin, Mm. I saw my purpose, uh, which is, um, you know, I said here's an opportunity to change the way an average Indian lives, mm. and uh, it was like a scary, scary purpose, you know. Mm. Uh, and and you know, I remember uh, having a dialogue with myself, and and uh, the, the 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 conservative me kept telling me that you you are doing well in Gillette. Why do you want to leave a good mm. career, carry on, you know? Airtel is too small, you know. And then another part of me kept telling me that it's a great opportunity. Uh, you can actually, if you succeed, uh, uh, you will you will be able to change the way an average Indian lives. So don't let go of this opportunity. And if you fail, well, at least you tried. Mm. And I I took up that challenge uh, and joined Airtel uh, came to Bangalore to acquire uh, the JTM property. Mm. Uh, that time, JTM, we had a license for Andhra, Karnataka, and Punjab. And then we expanded to all the 23 licenses. Yeah. And then, if I can uh, pause you for a minute, uh, yeah.
1: because I want to move on to many other questions.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, one of the things that you talk about, Jagdish, is that you're on a mission to empower leaders, entrepreneurs, and anyone who loves to dream big.
2: Yeah.
0: As
1: yeah. to what you've just told me, I can understand, but please explain what you're doing to help others with an example.
2: Well, uh, you know, uh, there are there are different examples. Uh, you know, I, I, I uh, coached a very young entrepreneur, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and he was setting up his own company, and he mm-hmm. wanted to be a global leader uh, in the power transmission and, mm-hmm. and, and the decarbonization revolution and stuff like that. So it was such a pleasure talking to him and helping him in his journey and today he's already made great strides uh, his company is there in india and it's there in brazil and it's mm. one or two other places mm. and i see him in the news quite regularly you know talking about a vision where he's trying to sort of uh, uh, get the different countries together where mm. we are not talking of transmitting electricity only from within our country but mm. now across the globe mm. and helping you know using uh, the solar power in one country to help another country who probably does not have that kind of a opportunity, mm-hmm. and this this young man is is doing wonders. So mm-hmm. when I look back, I you know I I I, I feel so good that uh, I was associated with him at some absolutely. time. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And after such an amazing career that you've had with some of the top companies of the world, what made you decide that coaching is your next calling?
2: Actually. Coaching, uh, you know, uh, it came up because uh, I had, an, you know, along with my goal of wanting to be uh, an MD at, at, of, a, of a multinational company by the age of 40, I had another goal along with that, uh, which mm. I had made at the same time. And that was to quit industry at 50. Mm. And my wife asked me, what's the logic of 50? You know, and I mm. said, in, if I become at 40 and 10 years later, decade later, if I've done a good job, then somebody else needs to take over. Mm. And if I have not done a good job, then somebody else definitely needs to take over.
0: Absolutely, mm. <laughs>
2: you know. And and uh, I I started doing different things uh, yeah. uh, after becoming after leaving industry. Mm. I I'd acted in two plays. I tried my hand at photography and mm. music and golf and many other things. And uh, one of my coach said, uh, maybe you should go back to industry. Mm. <laughs> uh, not telling me exactly the reason, but he, mm. and maybe maybe he found that the industry needed me, I don't know. Uh, but I started my my uh, consulting firm. Mm. Uh, and and then within three, four years, we were growing and we were working 13 hours a day, mm. which was not the reason why I left the industry. Mm. So I, I had to choose. And I chose to do coaching because when I was in Airtel, I did one workshop, uh, mm. customer centricity workshop for about, and batches of 100 for about 12,000 of my staff. Hmm. And I enjoyed it so much, uh, that I realized it was giving me the satisfaction.
0: Hmm. And
2: therefore, I went back to that, to get that satisfaction. And I coached my I trained myself to be a coach, got certified. And the last 10-12 years, uh, I've been coaching executives uh, across the board. Fantastic. And
1: given your own amazing background, how has this background supported your coaching philosophy, your style and your values?
2: I, I think, you know, I, I feel blessed here, you know, uh, I feel blessed that I learned to build brands at uh, and manage brands at uh, Procter and Gamble, build and manage companies at L'Oreal and at Gillette, and to build an industry at Aten.
0: Mm.
2: You know, and, and when I look back, uh, my childhood exposure, you know, I was a part of the Boy Scouts, the Road mm. Safety Patrol, NSS, NCC. Everything seems to have played some role. I Mm. set up L'Oreal in India. Mm. I I mean, I I took Airtel to many different parts of the country. Correct. You know, so all this kind of stuff uh, gave me an experience and a confidence Mm. that uh, uh, my experience gives me the confidence that I can help people to understand their problems and to give them the confidence that they have it in them. To, to really, you know, face those challenges. Mm. Most of the time, you know, our leaders have some kind of a fear uh, of, of facing that challenge. And that mm. fear is what we need to address. Mm. And once they, uh, you know, sort of overcome that fear, mm. and they take the first step, then it's a cakewalk for such leaders, you know, these leaders, they're all brilliant in their own ways. Correct. They just get stuck in one small place sometimes. Mm. And I find that my experience and my training as a coach can really help them. And therefore, mm. I'm and here to you know sort of uh, empower their dreams
1: very very interesting and you know when you were telling me about your own journey you did mention two individuals uh, you know one was the loreal head and one was the sunil mithal yeah, yeah my next question is how have you been shaped by different people in your life and how are they influencing you as a coach
2: well you know i i think uh, um, everybody in my life has played a role somewhere or the other mm. in shaping my values. You know? mm. My grandfather, the way he did business, uh, mm. where the ethics was, you know, top priority. And the way he, the value system he followed, the, mm. you know, my father, for example, the way he built my confidence to build my career,
0: mm.
2: by allowing me to experience the pain and joy of searching for a job, you know, mm. and allowing me to evolve and make my choices, mm. you know, and take ownership of my life and career, my family, my wife, my uh, children my sisters everybody and my bosses right from miki dayal to sunil Mittal, mm. have have really contributed uh, hell of a lot hell of a mm. lot because every discussion every interaction for me is a learning learning opportunity
0: mm.
2: you know and and I, I believe that if we are open to learning from others uh, uh, i i i really took uh, uh, every opportunity to learn and i still try that you know
0: mm.
1: Very interesting. Uh, again, big, you know, drawing upon your own vast experience, having worked in India and outside India, what are some of the unique perspectives you bring to each one of your coaches?
2: I mean, when I say perspectives, it's 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 like, uh, uh, it's my beliefs in coaching, mm. I would say. Mm. You know, it's more than perspectives, but you know, you know, some of them, let me list it out just about four or five, there are many more. But mm-hmm. about four or five have to list out, I'll say. Uh, one of them is, you know, there is a solution for every problem. Mm. We need to be open to it. Mm. You know, so therefore, my my starting point is there is a solution. Let's let's look for it. Mm. Uh, another one is, uh, you know, I would say I am what I am because of the choices I have made in the past. Correct. And if that be true, with my current choices, I have the power to create the future. Mm. So that's another of my sort of philosophies, yeah. I would say. Mm. Another thing I would say is, uh, you know, companies do not compete; mm. leaders do. Mm. So, therefore, as a leader, you must understand that your competitors—it's the leader of the competition who's who's competing with you mm. in terms of strategy and you know how he how he's going to shape the future versus how you are going to shape the future. Mm. You know, and another one could be, you know, uh, if I work on my awareness levels, I could move from good to great.
1: Very interesting.
2: Okay. An open mind is a learning platform in a thriving body. Mm-hmm. And one very important thing, which I kept telling, keep telling all my coaches is that, you know, you've got to test the hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Your insights that you create for yourself, you unless you test it, your learning is not complete, and is not deep enough. Mm-hmm. So every insight that you create for yourself. And I think that's that's really, uh, you know, the the, the bedrock of uh, for coaching, you know, and, and really I think uh, coaching is, is, is not about the session that we have, but it's more about the period in between two sessions,
0: mm-hmm.
2: the introspection well, that he does or she does. Said.
1: Well said. Uh, two more questions for coaching and then I'll move to your book. Yeah. You know, one of the things I have seen as a coach and I've spoken to many people who are coaches is the impact of culture. Yeah, you know a lot of us in india particularly have been actually brought up saying let my work speak for itself yeah. you know why do i have to talk about my own self if my boss thinks is good it is his or her job to recognize me etc cetera, etc cetera. i wanted to ask you how does culture impact coaching
2: a very interesting question you know <laughs> You know, it's it's our past experiences which influence the way we respond and understand situations correct you know and and when when you know especially in 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 uh, business when we when we communicate we think the other person has understood mm. exactly the way we have communicated when i say the way we have communicated i mean the intent of the communication mm. the other person who's receiving the communication has her own interpretation of what she has heard mm. And that depends on the past experience which she comes from, Mm -hmm. which could be similar to yours correct? or past events which were diverse and she could connect the dots with those diverse uh, events that she has faced. Mm -hmm. And it's very important for me, who's communicating with the other person, for me to understand that if we wish to build trust in this relationship, it's important for me to empathize with that person Mm -hmm. and make sure that my communication is landing well. You know, hmm. I think there are so many of these blind spots uh, in communication. I think in culture, we must understand that in another country, on another region, people have different experiences. Correct. And we need to understand that. You know, currently, I'm, I'm coaching a US citizen hmm. and he's trying to understand the Indian culture for him to be able to contribute to his company's growth. Hmm. Because he's looking after a team based in uh, uh, Pune, Bangalore, and Chennai, mm. and he's getting his work done through these people based here, and he's mm. based in the US with a smaller team in the US. Wow! So he's finding it a challenge uh, of getting stuff across,
0: mm.
2: you know. And he 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 in fact asked me, you know, he said, you know, somebody said uh, to him within the within the team. Oh, you know that that person is from north of India, so therefore uh, he does not mean this. <laughs> hmm. So I was trying to understand, you know, but he couldn't understand, and he 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 really wanted to understand what yeah. does this mean. So, so and I tried to explain to him that you know the North Indians have gone through a different kind of uh, I know. experience, and and the South Indians have gone through a different kind of an experience, especially during the partition. Mm. You know, and and those are. Which have lasted impressions, you know, and it's it's moving down from generation to generation. Correct, though, correct, correct. though, it is it is getting less and less impactful, and influence is getting less. Yeah, but still that thing is there, and we need to understand that this could be the background that that person is coming from. Mm, very yeah, interesting. So I think culture culture plays a big role, and especially when it is across countries, and therefore I I tell leaders in India that they need to have an exposure, international exposure, move out of the country stay there, learn to live with those people, and then come back to India, you'll be a much much Absolutely. bigger leader. And a, you know,
1: Well said, well said. And a great point. Thank you for such a great response. Now, let me move to your book now. Uh, release The Hostage and we can see the book behind uh, Jagdish. Jagdish, tell me a little bit, of, well, before you tell me about a book, I'm assuming it's available on Amazon. Yeah, it is. So I'm asking all our viewers and listeners to go and check it out. I will go and check it out myself.
2: Thank you.
1: Tell me about your book and the hypothesis.
2: Well, you know, uh, uh, well, the, the reason for writing the book was, you know, uh, I became a coach, and uh, with the underlying principle or or or, or uh, purpose, I would say, is that I wanted to help others. Uh, hmm. So when I became a coach, I started uh, uh, charging. My professional fees were very low, hmm. and uh, nobody wanted to. Uh, engage me as a coach, because Mm. they believe that uh, he doesn't know coaching. So I realized that somewhere, you know, the the business uh, model was very different. uh, Mm. And I I started taking my price up. And the more I took my price up, the more business I got. Correct. But it was taking me away from my purpose of wanting to contribute to to many more people in the industry. Mm. And I found that I was now being isolated, from people who couldn't afford me. Mm. And therefore, I I said, let me write a book. Mm. And the book really is is all about my own experience. Uh, uh, When I say my own experience is is how I grew, Mm. uh, the failures that I had, uh, Mm. and I've had some major failures in, you know, like I say this, uh, till I was 25, uh, I didn't achieve any of my goals. Mm. And after I was 25, uh, uh, I've achieved almost all my goals. Wonderful and and uh, okay the one reason <laughs> perhaps is my wife came into my life <laughs>
0: mm.
2: but the other reason is you know i i i kept questioning myself and i started doing things uh, in different ways uh, mm. you know and and i found courage to to sort of uh, get out of the comfort zone and you know and Though I didn't have a finance background, I preferred to major in finance. Mm. I I joined Procter & Gamble in finance. And then I moved to marketing, which I Mm. didn't know much about. And then I moved to sales. And then I moved to setting up L'Oreal in India. And then I moved as a managing director for uh, Gillette. I mean, when you go out from, uh, if you are a managing director going to another company, being appointed a managing director, the entire team, uh, you know, has to accept you as the managing director. You've come from out you know that and then i went to airtel you know which was again a small company i think i, I you know i found this courage of jumping s curves from one to another mm-hmm. and what helped me is what i tried to put in the book mm-hmm. so the book is really uh, what i have used the concepts i've used the people i've heard people i've talked to people i've you know and and my own insights in from industry as well as from my coaching Mm. I tried to combine it into a book format, which people can use to help themselves. I mean, I won't call it a self-help book, but I would say that it's a book which will help you introspect, a book which will help you plan to make your career the way you want. Mm. So
1: who or what is the hostage?
2: Me, myself. (laughs) Uh, In the sense that uh, the way I think, you know, there's, there's Judith Glaser, who talks about the communication quotient, I use that in a model. Mm. And I have put the communication quotient in the center of a triangle. And I've said that uh, the communication quotient impacts your IQ, your EQ and your SQ. Okay. And this is not how you communicate to others, but mm. how you communicate with yourself.
0: Mm.
2: And, and very often, I found that the way I communicated with myself was stopping me from doing things, which I wanted to do. Mm and i was holding myself in a way hostage and okay. that's that's really the 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 crux of the book i'm saying uh, if you hold yourself hostage you are not going to you are you are not able to move hmm. so you have to release the hostage and move take that wonderful. step out of the comfort zone
1: wonderful and uh, jagdish my last question to you and this is for the many many people who will listen to our conversation based on your own amazing journey um, what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away from your journey and from our conversation
2: i would uh, i would say that one is be aware you know mm. have an open mind and and be aware of everything around you yeah uh, aware of yourself aware of your team aware of your industry aware of your company
0: mm.
2: aware of your markets become aware mm. and and becoming aware is about having an open mind and curious mind.
0: Mm.
2: You know, ask questions in a way that you will sort of want to know more. Mm. For you to want to know more, you have to start with the assumption that you don't know enough. Correct. You know, you may be an expert. You may have seen that and done that. But if you start with the assumption you don't know enough, Mm. you will be surprised how you can learn from many, many other people. Mm. And and all around you, there is learning available. Absolutely. So so be a be aware. Mm. The other I would say is self belief. Mm. Believe in your ability. You know, each one of us is a capable human being. And I think somewhere when we speak to ourselves and say, "No, I am not capable. I am not good enough," we mm. are actually making it true. So change your language. Language is very important. Uh, the way you speak to yourself. The you know the the. The brain is digital in nature and does not understand language mm. as much as it understands pictures. Correct. So, if you have a vision, uh, put a picture to it. You know, mm. for example, just mm. to give an example, uh, when I wanted to change the way an average Indian lives, yeah, I I had a picture of uh, an auto driver, yeah, a fisherman, yeah, and my maid who was helping Mars at home. Mm. Uh, all these three people should be having a mobile phone in their hand. Mm and if i can see these people using a mobile phone i know that my purpose is is on the way to be to being achieved you know so mm-hmm. i think it's very important to believe in yourself and to have a a, a vision uh, of what you want to achieve and what you the influence you want correct. to leave behind or the impact you want to leave behind
1: correct correct
2: yeah i think that's that's really two things i would say very
1: interesting and on that note, Jagish and your amazing lessons of be aware, have an open mind. And the second one you said was have self belief. And what was very interesting was, and I love the way you put it was to have a put a picture to your vision. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for talking to me about your amazing journey. I loved your goals of Managing Director at 40 and quit at 50, which you seem to have done very effectively. Thank you for talking to me about coaching some of your deep philosophies and your uh, you know, all all, all the learnings that you bring uh, to a coaching relationship. Thank you finally for talking to me about your book. Good luck and all the best.
2: Ashutosh, it's been such a pleasure. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much. Thanks for the opportunity and thank you so much and my best wishes to all the listeners and viewers. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you.
1: Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You, videocast and podcast